Welcome to University, a podcast for young people navigating life's big transitions. I'm Anne-Marie Ciresso, your host. On University, you'll hear stories from college students. You'll get tips from experts. And occasionally, you'll hear from a parent's perspective on how to manage this time of change in your life consciously. Find yourself. Find your purpose. Find your people and pursue you fearlessly. And today, I'd like you to meet Lilia. Lilia is a sophomore at Skidmore University, her dream school. And I spoke to Lilia at the start of her sophomore year a few months ago. Lilia is a really great example of an empowered and a courageous leader, I would say. For years, as she prepared for college, she believed she had a clear understanding of what she wanted to study and eventually do with her life and who she wanted to be. However, early on in her first semester of her freshman year, she began to realize that things were just not working out the way she thought. And she ended up deciding to switch majors and shift directions entirely. So take a listen and learn how Lilia got the courage and the clarity she needed to make this difficult decision and then cultivate the confidence to make the change that felt best for her, despite what anyone else was thinking. I hope you enjoy. I think, so like, well, first semester, I was studying something very, very difficult. Like I like really put myself into like extremely hard classes and didn't give myself much room to like do the things that I like. Like I was in yoga club and like mindfulness club and there are like, weeks and weeks of time where I just like couldn't go because I'd have to go to like study groups for neuroscience because I didn't know what the hell was going on ever or like um, like, that was so difficult well well, tell Um, tell our listeners what were you studying what was your major so um first semester I was studying like I was on pre-med track and trying to take credits for that so I was doing a lab bio and a lab neuroscience so like neuroscience based with pre-med and it was so difficult and I had like extra classes on top of that and it was just like I felt like and like I describe this to people all the time and they're like how did pre-med go I'm like I just felt like I couldn't breathe out for like months like I felt like I was on a constant inhale wow entire first semester and then like finally when I went home I was able to exhale and I was like I'm not doing it anymore (laughs) like I can't do it wow that's was that so well, because yeah. I knew you, I knew that that was your, that was your plan all along, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So now you're in it for the first few weeks. You're holding your breath. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, it yeah. sounds like the balance was really off that you weren't able to balance everything. Yeah. Um, and now you decide to change. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. And that was just, I give my pat, myself a pat on the back for that, honestly, because it's just like, I think it was like, it was a major change just because I come from a family of scientists who I like, obviously I grew up around like the conversation of science and like medicine. And that's what I thought was like the main pathway for me to be like successful later on in life, just because like, that's what I knew. Mm-hmm. And I never even considered like other things just because like, I didn't know anything about them and like what type of things you could be doing with other majors. Um, so at the very end of first semester, when I finally was able to breathe out, um, I 
decided I wanted to focus in more on um, Chinese and cultural anthropology, just because I've been studying Chinese for a very long time and I love it. And I like the idea of like doing something international later on. I just like it kind of has its like own charm to me. And mm -hmm. I really like studying culture. So it's just like something that I enjoy way more. And I came to terms with that and like saying like, you know, like success isn't necessarily like making the money that like maybe a doctor would be making, but more so like, will I actually be happy doing it? And like, will I be able to exhale later on in life if I'm like in this constant, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm exhaling for a minute because I think that's amazing awareness to have your first semester of freshman year, particularly because I know you and I know that you're, both your parents are scientists, like you said, mm -hmm. and it's been in your blood. It's been like, it's yeah. what you've been preparing yourself to do. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so quickly, I mean, weren't you afraid to tell your parents? Um, I think like I was definitely thinking about it for like a couple of weeks. And then I just came to like, a, like, this is my life and this is what I'm doing. And if I'm not happy doing it, then why am I doing it? Like I need to invite the positive and get rid of the negative. So I'm going to, just, you know, let it go. And if they're not supportive of it, they will be eventually because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't afraid? No, I mean, like, not, not really. Like, I knew that there was going to be kind of like a shock factor, but um, there's, I don't know, like, I felt more comfortable just like doing my own thing than kind of like being fearful for what like my parents right so yeah. you, what you're saying is like I'm choosing myself rather than yeah. my fears of what others might think yeah absolutely and that's like to me that's a huge life lesson because we're not listening into ourselves and we're making decisions mm -hmm. because we're afraid or we're afraid of being judged by others whether it be our parents or our friends or culture or society or you know if we're mm -hmm. letting success be defined for us outside of ourselves yeah. Um, we're, we're screwing ourselves up. We're so, yeah. I really am appreciating your willingness to a, be aware that you weren't happy and loving what you were doing. Cause I'm, I'm imagining a lot of people say things like, don't worry, you'll get through it. It's really hard the first semester or, you know, hang yeah. there. there's all that advice. Mm -hmm. So was it hard? I mean, did you go through any of that? Did you go through any of like, no, this is just hard now. I just need to get over the hump. Mm -hmm. I How mean, no, no. How did you yeah. know? I think that's, I mean, honestly, that feeling is kind of pre-med in a nutshell. And the people who are like really, really, really into it are like, they still have their doubts. And like, I mean, like all the people, at least that I was talking to around pre-med were like, like, oh my God, orgo. Like, I do not want to take organic chemistry. Like, I don't want to do all this. Like, it's just going to be like kind of hell. And they're like, I'm going to fight through it for the semester. I'm going to try and like work out like a B or an A or something. And I'm just going to do my best. But that's just, like, not what I wanted to be fighting for. And I knew that. And, like, one major thing that I kind of wrote on, especially through that situation, um, that, like, I learned after coming to college is that, like, the, like, main thing that, like, people kind of need to focus on once they're, like, in this newfound independence is, like, being responsible for yourself and, like, solely for yourself. Like, you have your friends around you. And obviously, like, 
there's going to be like so much social drama and all of this kind of stuff too but you, you need to be doing like your own thing like if your friends are going out one night and like you really really want to go but you have even just like like a running club or something that you like need to be doing for yourself just kind of like keep yourself going like you need to go do it because mm-hmm. you're being responsible for yourself but it's like that's kind of like reflective on like all other parts of your life too like after finding the independence um but like that was something that I definitely like wrote on like going through that situation like I'm not responsible for what my parents are kind of expecting of me more so like I'm responsible for what I'm doing with my life like yeah I'm, this is what I'm doing you're creating your life right yeah it's now up to you you're calling all the shots Mm-hmm. no one's calling them for you and you're yeah. fully responsible for the experience you're going to create. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love that you have that awareness and, but I, you know, not everyone, I think, you know what, as you were talking, I was thinking, well, you know, Lily's an athlete cause you were a, you were a runner mm-hmm. and sometimes it's painful to train. Right. Yeah. But there was some, there's something always driving you towards that end goal. Yeah, for sure. And, and I heard you say when you're on the pre-med track, you're like, I just didn't like, I didn't want that. I knew yeah. that I didn't want to work hard enough to get was what the prize was at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how are you now feeling about your switch? I think like my like overarching like prize at the end of the day would be more like me kind of like, feeling content with the things that I'm like learning. Like I didn't feel like, so like when I took the bio and the neuro classes, I was like, like here's a bunch of information that I'm like cramming in my head all the time. And I don't necessarily feel like I'm going to do anything with it. And like, like there's just like so much kind of like clouded everything that I'm just kind of like inhaling all the time. And then like, like, instead of like loving it's just I guess it's kind of like hard to explain like here's like like all of this um like the anthropology class that I took this semester in um comparison to like the neuroscience classes that I was taking first semester like I love the anthropology stuff and I like genuinely wanted to know it I wanted to be a part of it and I want to be like doing things with it and like that's just like not something I was feeling with the neuroscience like the neuroscience stuff I was like this is just information that I'm memorizing and I'm just not connecting with it. Yeah. You, you didn't connect to it. That was the word that was coming yeah. to my mind. So yeah. the anthropology stuff could be hard and you were still connecting to it and motivated because yeah. it, it was drawing you. There was something yeah. about it drawing Absolutely. you. And I just think like, like the prize at the end of the day was like more of like the information that I felt like I wanted to define myself with was like the cultural anthropology stuff rather than like the neuroscience stuff. Like I didn't like really associate myself with like like I think neuroscience is fantastic but like it's just like it's not for you it's not for me exactly like anthropology is something that I just like would rather know and like be part of yeah that's that's super exciting you know I've been doing a lot of interviews this week because everyone's back for summer break so yeah in this week and one of the things that people are saying is um the thing that I'm most loving about school in contrast to high school, for instance, mm-hmm. is they're really getting to study the things they're enjoying. Yeah, for sure. All that muck you have to go through throughout mm-hmm. high school. So yeah. have you found um, 
studying and school, like the, you know, the actual school part of being away, um, very different from high school? Um, yes, but it's not necessarily like, like the stuff that I'm having to study. Cause like, I don't mind, like we had to take like these core requirements that are like, like science requirement, like a lab requirement, like those kinds of things. And like, even with those classes, I think the reason why I like school better away is because I'm responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm taking my test scores and like, I'm taking all those things and I'm like, I have to be responsible for them and like making them better or like, like maintaining or like, like knowing the information to like the level that I need to know it to, but I have to be responsible for knowing what that is rather than someone else telling me like, here's the stuff that you need to know, like know it. It's like, here's a textbook and like some of it's not going to be on the test and some of it will, but you just have to know the textbook. And it's like, okay, I'm responsible for it. And I think like, for some reason, I'd like find that kind of fun. Just like having to like do that and like know everything. It's just like, I don't know. I like that part of it better. Like just like the the responsibility of it. Yeah, the ownership, taking 100% responsibility is a big deal. And it's exciting, right? Because you know that like you are creating your your life. You're creating your life in the way that you most want to live it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, all right. So um, one piece of advice you would give to rising freshmen. Mm -hmm. Um, Be responsible for yourself. Like, I think like, just like know that like, at the end of the day, if you're, like, going through, like, a hard situation, like, socially, because you're going to be, like, meeting a bunch of new people, and, like, not every single person is someone that you want to have as, like, a, like, a influence on your life, so just, like, know at the end of the day that you're responsible for your life, just because, like, there are a lot of situations where, like, you're going to be, I don't know, like, either pressured or, like, I don't know, uncomfortable, or even, like, when it comes to, like, dealing with professors and stuff, like, just be responsible for like the positivity that you're deciding to let into your life and the negativity that you're deciding to let into your life. Cause it's all on you. Like it's your, your life. <laughs> you're always choosing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the whole point. You get to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't, don't be a victim of your life. Yeah. Or don't be yeah. a victim of your circumstances. That's a great piece of advice, but that requires a couple of things. It requires mm-hmm. awareness, right? To even know sure. often we just react Mm-hmm. And then it, it requires a certain amount of courage because mm-hmm. it's, it can be scary sometimes to, oh, yeah. to really like do what's best for you when others are doing something differently. Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, that's all coming with like, I think kind of like accepting yourself as an independent person too. Like knowing that everyone around you is doing something that maybe you don't just like agree with like you don't have to be part of it and like that's your decision to make like just like thinking of like what was out of it and like where you want to see yourself and what you want to see yourself doing yeah yeah super great advice really really wise thank you all right and last question i think um Mm -hmm. so you started sophomore year oh my gosh you're going to be a year from now we're going to be having a conversation you're going to say i can't believe i'm halfway through college but yeah Okay, let's not jump too far ahead. Let's be in the moment. <laughs> let's be in the moment. Um, mm-hmm. What are you most looking forward to sophomore year? Um, I think, okay, so next year I'm doing this seminar for the, um, I'm going to be like a peer mentor, which means like I'm going to basically be like a, it's kind of like a TA for a freshman seminar. So like 
these like all the freshmen had to take a class where it's like you're getting oriented in how like college classes work but you're also like I'm going to be a TA in that which means that I'm going to be the person that kind of like takes them to the side and is like do you need help doing your laundry like if you need to come to my room and like get Tide Pods or something like you can do that and like I'm gonna be like the person who's doing that for my seminar oh, that's so cool. um, yeah I'm really really excited for it but um, I think that's gonna be like a big part of my year next year I'm gonna try and make it like um, just like a really really cool experience for like everyone who's involved why fun. why so why are you so excited about that what um I think honestly like I was thinking about like the group that we were doing at the like first semester um and thinking about kind of like how that helped me like get oriented like mentally and like emotionally and I was just kind of like kind of like grasping myself with the tools that we were using um like especially in terms of like our social lives just because of like there's so much chaos going on elsewhere in college that like there was kind of like nothing there for me in terms of that and like I just think like taking those things, but also like taking other things, like just setting up, for example, like dinners that I can have with the freshmen that are in my seminar. Um, so they have people to eat with, stuff like that. And just like kind of being an emotional and like social support. Cause I think that was something that I was like worried about coming into college. Um, and just kind of like being an outlet. I kind of, I just like, like that idea, just like being there for like, the freshmen that are coming in because I know that it's scary I know it's like chaotic and I know kind of like the experience and it's nice that I'm doing it as a sophomore because I'm like this is me last year and I know what you're going through like I understand so yeah yeah and the reason I'm doing these podcasts as I mentioned to you earlier is mm -hmm. as I've been having conversations with you guys to me the greatest and most valuable information is coming directly from you guys sort of like on the ground mm -hmm. in in it in the moment so I really appreciate, A, I appreciate you being on this podcast for me, but um, I appreciate that you're stepping into this leadership role and really taking your own experience and supporting mm -hmm. others as they're navigating it. I mean, that's totally awesome. Yeah, I think it'll be like a really interesting kind of like learning experience for me too, just seeing how like other people like take, like what paths everyone kind of takes to getting oriented. It's just kind of like an interesting thing to see too. Maybe that's like the cultural anthropology thing coming out, but like, yeah, I can yeah. totally see that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that would be, I think it'll be really interesting. I just, I'm excited for it. And um, I'm imagining or I'm guessing that it's going to be rewarding. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it'll be really rewarding, um, especially just like, I think like the friendships that'll come out of it will be especially rewarding just be because like, I don't know, like, I'll get to see, like, like, hey, remember when, like, this happened, and, like, you had to come, and, like, we talked about it, and all of this stuff, and it'll just be nice to, like, make those connections with people, and, like, that's going to be a rewarding type of situation coming out of it, for sure. Um, yeah, so where would you go for support? Um, I often went to, obviously, like, my roommate, my friend, um, and... I think, like I said at the beginning, like at the beginning of the first semester, everyone wants to listen. Everyone wants to be there for each other because everyone also needs people, like in reverse. Mm -hmm. So I think like it's really like a very accepting community that you're like kind of going into just because like everyone's kind of like searching for their friends and searching for like just like 
I don't know. Like you'll see, like when you like when the freshmen go in, like as freshmen, it's like everyone's just like smiling and like wanting to give each other hugs because it's like we all know that we're all going through the same thing and I feel what you're going through. And I think like that was um like just like reassuring. Um and obviously like there are a bunch of like this is like the peer mentor coming at me, like there are resources on campus that you can go talk to if you're having issues with things. But like like really you make a lot of friends and like like even if your friends don't end up lasting like going forward. Like you have those people to talk to and, you know. Yeah. 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 It sounds like you did an amazing job of transitioning your freshman year and creating a network of people to support you, finding the people that are most supportive to your highest and best, um, Mm -hmm. staying centered and grounded. Um, I love, love, love that you were able to, shift gears and switch majors so quickly. Thank um, you. <laughs> it was really hard. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. So, um, a lot of us don't know what major we want going in. You knew and you knew for years before and you have this mm-hmm. family behind you that was expecting all that. So yeah. there was a lot um, for you to sort of face. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I know I don't want to sound condescending, but it was like, <laughs> This incredibly courageous thing to do, and um, and I think the biggest the biggest lesson that I'm hoping to teach these podcasts is how to pursue your life fearlessly, right? Yeah, for and sure. One fearless decision after another, and stepping into courage and doing things that are hard, even you know, even when every part of you might not want to, but knowing mm-hmm. what is best for you and doing it anyway. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely totally did that so thank you for being an incredible model for that and and thank you for being courageous enough to create the life experience that you want to create and trudging through whatever you needed to to do to get there and you have three more years to go so you have a lot absolutely absolutely i need like more courage going forward i need more fearless You know, what I really appreciate about Lilia and her journey is her ability to build that muscle of self-awareness and use her stress, her fears, her anxieties as opportunities to learn more about herself. You know, great leaders don't crumble under the pressure. Rather, they use their experiences to learn and to grow. And more importantly, they're willing to take risks and shift course when need be. So... One quality I really admire about Lilia is her agility. You know, we must be able to be flexible and fearless when we're pursuing our dreams, no matter what they are. And as importantly, we have to be willing to stand for what we believe will make us happy, no matter what anyone else thinks or believes. You know, Lilia really trusted herself and followed her gut. And I'm really excited to see how it's all working out for her now. So I hope I have the opportunity to check in with her soon and give you all an update. And in the meantime, check in, notice, what is your still small voice inside saying to you? Is there a part of you wanting to make a change in your life? Are you afraid to? Remember, now is the time to get still, to listen, to learn, and to grow. Thanks for listening to University. If you liked what you heard, I'd be absolutely thrilled for you to share with a friend and equally grateful for you to pop over and rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. 
You can find more information and stay in touch over at university.u on Instagram or at university on Facebook. I'll look forward to seeing you there. If you'd like support navigating the stress and chaos and you're ready to create a more fulfilling college experience, I offer live weekly group coaching calls every Thursday, four to five central time. It's a place to gather together, to be seen and heard, to reduce your stress and learn how to be in control of your life and create a life you love. Give the first week a try for free. Check it out. For more information, email me at annemarie.university at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes below.